Oh. Hey. Okay. Yeah. We're, we got to work better on our timing, man. <laughs> that cut, that timer goes on for, for either too long or just we get too quiet. I, I feel like, you know, um, we, we should, we should just work a little better, get the timer going like five <laughs> minutes before. Yeah. You know? I, I, we're, I, I, <laughs> we're always talking. So what um, you're saying, what you're saying is TK start the timer five minutes before the hour, not five minutes at the hour. I get it. I, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, pod- I will write that on the to-do list. I- interneting is hard. Welcome everybody to another episode of best of our week, uh, where TK and I get a chance to nerd out, to hang out. Um, we're setting the stage to hopefully do this in person soon as oh, yes. things start finding a new normal. And, uh, we just, uh, we appreciate a good crew and nerds and geeks, uh, along for the ride as we try and, uh, just just hash out, you know, what, what our week has been like. Because it we've been having some weeks lately, it, and, it, and this it, one is is no exception. It's gonna be the mother of all weeks though, because one of well, one and two of our favorite brands uh, actually had announcements at the same day yeah. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Could not have been planned, you know, seriously. Like the the stars aligned and like mid at three o'clock in the morning our time and then at the course at eight o'clock our time I, again. I mean, I, I haven't even caught up on on surface. Um, just everything else that's been going on because it was like it was like three major announcements all in one day then with some wearable commentary and reviews on watches and just yep. like you know i i i'm increasingly of the mind that I, i'm not gonna try and and review everything like i, I think we should just yeah. not feasible i no, just no, can't I, do it <laughs> it's it's not I can tell you right now, it's it's extremely challenging, and I and I know it may seem like I'm I'm on that path. I'm trying to hit every single point, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's hard. But it also it's it's hard to try to review something um, that is coming out like barely to the market, like something that may may not even have full final software on it yet. So there right. there are things to be kind of considered. But I, I'm actually really excited about what Sony announced. I was I've been wanting, I've been waiting really literally to be able to talk about what we kind of knew a little bit ahead of time but not you know we don't have obviously i'm not i'm going to start off the show by saying this this is not the xperia one mark three this is my xperia one mark two um with my super glued oh dang it it, it broke again okay with yeah my, mine too so i tried i tried doing like a little bit of uh gorilla I, glue just to I, see if i could tack it and it doesn't exactly work at what all. i no this, no this it case bro- is it bro- it's so cheap <laughs> Uh, now, uh, in in our ongoing coverage of all things Xperia for Sony Watch 2021, um, did David you get did you get your update? Did you run the update? Mm-hmm. I just so, got the update. <laughs> I'm bad at this. this, my, this mine's, mine's mine's booting right now. Oh, from okay, so, so it was it was the the April uh, the April Security. update was like 300 meg, 330. Um, yeah, 331. Uh, I I inst- I. Yes. So first thing I did is I turned it on. It automatically updated. So yeah. So I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm happy that that you know Sony's finally pushing out updates. Uh, TK, I I feel like isn't this always the way? I mean, who can be excited about a phone that's announced and then it might take them two months to really ship? Uh, I could pretty much already uh, you know write the review now. I mean, why even bother using the phone or anything? I we could just. Uh, we could just all like just tell you just what we now. think about the phone. It's and the how same it's phone. Not worth it. It's not worth it at all. It's it's not even in. Um, 
You know, actually, I, I, okay, so their approach is very different. Obviously, Sony changed their approach entirely <laughs> this year, which is why you're you're throwing out the commentary. Uh, both of these devices are not going to be available till summer. Um, and um, actually, all three devices. Technically, they announced the one the Mark Three, the Five Mark Three, and then the mid-range Ten Mark Three. Yeah. Which I, I don't. Um, somebody has Sony needs to explain to me how is the one and the five better than? Oh, the no, 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 no. Just like just like Canon. No, it's it's literally. I mean, they just ripped off camera naming because the oh. the smaller the number, the better the device. Oh, okay. So, so the Alpha one it. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, look at it just like uh, you know, in international markets, three digits is the entry level. So a, a 500D is an entry level camera. Like the 70D and is not the same as 70D the 70D is, and exactly. then 70. Yeah, exactly. So right. again, for anyone that can't figure out Sony names, you're really bad at tech. <laughs> look, I mean, me and TK just had a reasonable conversation about the metaphorical naming and how it relates to cameras, and now we get it. And it's that easy. That's it's all that you need simple. to do. You just in have your to videos when you're like, I don't understand how my hands work, and who could even say the name of this phone is is hack. And you're really bad at this. <laughs> and if you decide not to buy the phone because of the name, because that's what we call our phones all oh, the no. time. If, yeah. if, if 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 the name or the label of the phone is weighing on your mind that heavy, please don't buy a Sony. Just please don't. Skip. Please. Skip. The phone. The phone is smarter than you are, and you'll feel bad. <laughs> And you just you don't want that kind of grief in your life. So just go do something that makes you happy. Um, but I'll probably not be replying to your comments on my videos. <laughs> well, all I can all I can say is uh, I can't wait till we start doing some coverage, hopefully on Sony in the near future. Yeah. Um, I so th- there there are a few things in in in, in announcements or pre briefings that I sit in that really excite me. And um, the the reason why they, this specific piece excited me the most. <clears throat> was uh, at the announcement of the 888 with Qualcomm, I actually asked the question, specifically asking the question, can the 888 drive a faster refresh rate than a 4K at 160 frames per second? Because mm-hmm. that was, at, at the time, I was thinking, Sony, this is, if this can do this, Sony can finally push through and not do that, you know, upscaling to 90 that they did last year. Um, and, and Qualcomm comes back, says, no, no, uh, 60 frames at 4K is the maximum we can support. And I was like, I feel like mm. I shouldn't ask these questions because this is a repeat of what happened last time. Right. Um, can, can it support, uh, can, uh, was it the 855 support a higher refresh rate? And they were able to push it to 120, the 845. Yep. So the short answer is it's truly a panel dependency. The processor will catch up. Uh, yeah. But uh, the, the surprise well, was the fact that it's 4K 120. Yeah, and, and, and we're definitely seeing a number of, of tricks employed. You know, mm-hmm. um, like there, there's ongoing drama with the One Pluses uh, because That's of true, how the caps, the, yeah, that how Android is seeing 60 frames per second. Different apps are not playing ball. The the, the weird one um, was it was it Dave Burns on on my Discord? I'm gonna mm-hmm. ha- I, oh man, I can't remember. Um, it might have been Alt Dad. Alt Dad, I think you're in the chat. Please correct me if I'm off on this. Yes. But they, they were having a conversation on the OnePlus 9 Pro about how like, hey, I don't get 120 frames per uh, for, per second when I'm in this app. And then I open the keyboard and it tanks the frame rate to 60. So there is definitely a lot of hardware specific uh, problem solving. Uh, mm-hmm. happening to try and drive these ultra fast refresh rates. So, you know, I have to believe that Sony's implementation of this is going to be 
Um, very unique. It's not going to be a stock Android kind of thing. It's it's, it's whatever they definitely. can do to drive the panel. And I'm also interested to see how they're going to approach it. Is this a, uh, you know, like does it upscale, downscale? Is it going to be 4K, truly 4K plane at 120? Or is it going to be more of a very, because at the, it's just it's harder to kind of answer these questions. A lot of there's a lot of engineering that's been done, as you said. A lot of things that are specific that Sony's putting in. I mean, I'm I'm putting a little faith in Sony that they wouldn't be advertising 120 with 240 hertz uh, touch What's sampling, sampling? Mm-hmm. if it wasn't a true 120. Because oh, no, I think it, it's truly 120. What I yeah. meant is the um, so like what we what some of the people are saying, and I think what you saw also with your gaming reviews is that you know sometimes the system isn't actually like oh. OnePlus capped at 60 frames per second. It's consistent at 60, but it's yeah. capped. Right. Uh, you know, pushing a display. So the the 4K 120 is only as good as the game that you're playing, and if the game developer whitelists your device. So if Sony doesn't right. get the the whitelisting blessing from you know XYZ developer. Uh, we may not be actually getting 120, truly 120 in gaming. Oh, and, and that's what I, I meant. Oh, yeah, and I definitely agree. In, in fact, you know, when we're when we're talking about gaming, I think it's been one of the most disappointing aspects of the high refresh rate display conversation. Is it's such a dance between Android manufacturers, component manufacturers, and then mm-hmm. game developers whitelisting individual phones. It's like if you have a game. And you expect that that game can be driven at 120 hertz. Yeah. You almost have to 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 manually approve every single phone that might potentially be able to drive a faster rate display. So it, it, I'm I'm way less bullish on high refresh rate for gaming in the Android space until there's mm-hmm. a better unified system api i I don't even know what what ties all of these together because it almost seems like every manufacturer has a slightly different solution for a smoother app drawer um that that's essentially the only thing you can count on is will will your system ui scroll more fluidly and, and, and in, in general, yeah, no, no, exactly. That's the ba- the main main benefit. But I can say this much, and um, from playing, so the the types of games that you and I play, and I was watching your video. Not that I'm giving any any specific details there, but the style no, no, of games. No, no, please. That we I mean, play, and especially for this audience here. I mean, we've got yeah, like no, no, a little uh, community uh, on Best of Our Week. So let's let's tackle some spoilers. If no, know, no, no. Uh, so the, the main thing, and I'm that. sure everybody's already supporting you on the Patreon. If you're not, please check out <laughs> some gadget guy on the Patreon. Um, and, uh, the, the, the style of games that you and I play. So just for, for reference, I've been playing Undead Horde since we spoke last week. I downloaded it's it. It's fun, right? It's an absolutely addicting. Can we say kick? I can say kick ass. We're not say, monetized. Yeah, kick-ass, We're not monetized. It's an absolute kick ass game. Uh, absolutely, you know, like just jump in it, jump in and out, play as, as, as long as you want or as little as you want. Um, and I, and I do have some things that I do want to talk to you about that specifically, but mm-hmm. the games that I typically play are slightly different than that. I am a more mm-hmm. of an RPG type of a game. So, For you know, sure. shoot them up, PUBG, Call of Duty Mobile, um, you know, Modern Combat versus anything that generally, or, you know, um, anything that generally is literally, you know, hold a gun, run and shoot somebody. Uh, Playing Call of Duty Mobile at 90 frames per second is so good on mobile. Yeah. It is so good. 90, fr- I mean, I, I want it to go more, but 90 frames per second is butter smooth. The Red Magic 6 does that beautifully. There's mm. no there's no way to explain it. But then, you know, once, once you play 90, you're like, 60 is not enough. 
you want you, you, <laughs> yeah that, that it's such a big difference on mobile especially with these type of games because of the uh you know the amount of items that are in the in play the movements um you know any any st- slight stutter could literally cost you a life um and you lose the game so for me um, I have been able to get higher refresh rates, but you're right. There is that limitation of what you get with the developers as well as the manufacturers. OnePlus, uh, I think a while back, did an agreement with um, back when Fortnite was in the Play Store mm-hmm. um, to allow Fortnite to run at 60 frames per second. And they were one of the first devices to support that right. at, at launch. But we haven't seen much of after that. you know. So it is very much, a, like you said, a, a courting uh, experiment or a, a thing that companies have to court the developers and get them to whitelist or get these features activated. So it'll happen. It just takes time for devices to get it. I, I mean, and, and it, I, I would not be buying a phone. I mean, unless you know that this is like your, your, I'm married to a game. Yeah. Um, it, it, unless you know, I you're like going to be, we're keeping it on marriage. To that one, right. You know, <laughs> there's some, some, some games that you're, you're married to. And then there are some games you step out on. Um, it, it, it's, it's the frustrating aspect where most of our premium tier devices are actually now starting to generate kind of last gen console quality gaming at around 60 frames per second. And I think that's mm-hmm. cool that we can kind of rely on that. Absolutely. It, it's so specific. It's so hyper specific now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the one plus nine is definitely calling into question. It was it, this big pendulum swing where mm-hmm. the galaxy S 21 made me really anxious about the Snapdragon 888, the OnePlus 9 made me feel a lot better about it. I mean, especially not in games, especially in heavier lifting productivity and content creation apps. They did a great job on that. This this phone is performing more consistently, and I feel like they have kind of lived up to some of that marketing about better thermals. Mm -hmm. But it would seem their compromise was GPU. Samsung's yep. compromise is CPU yeah. and not as not as nice thermal hardware to get heat out of the phone. Yep. OnePlus, they're capping at 60 in every game that I've thrown at it so far. Mm-hmm. I haven't played any games in my repertoire of gaming that I've been able to push, push. a faster frame rate without a third party app and some ADB commands to uh, to force the screen into a higher refresh mode. It's it's definitely not um, it's not ideal because for from an average from not not an average consumer but from a person that <laughs> from from a person that's deciding to purchase a device that is is a flagship it is basically intended to be uh, what you're expecting you know you expect the best of the best when you're buying a mm-hmm. flagship because those are things that you the price accepts that expectation your your the titling all the marketing and so on um, it is a little bit concerning. But at, on the on the one side, when I look at it from what OnePlus is doing, is it's a very it's a very nice upgrade, um, and I can totally see myself into that one. Um, you know, uh, a little bit more right there. Hey, we're getting hey. ah, we got it. Okay, nailed OnePlus, it. OnePlus, send, send the check in the mail. Um, <laughs> I, I I I seriously have to say though, I, I've been consistently impressed, and uh, I mean, I. I love my case, the the new rollback case I picked up from them. Nice. Of all the cases, I like of everything that I've done yeah. coverage. This looks the because it matches. So that's the thing. So you know how ours is the the silver one, not the green one, right? So because mm. of that, this matches it beautifully, and the robot looks like it's holding the phone. So yeah, uh, it's just <laughs> me geeking out. 
I, I just, they're doing a good job. But let's just say this much. OnePlus has changed their direction, but at least what they're doing right now is truly starting to feed into the all the all the little small updates that we got over the years and now they're just mm-hmm. literally building that that form and with that also introducing the watch that that was the other thing that we'll we'll get a chance to dig in a little bit the the OnePlus watch I want to I want to circle back and make sure that we kind of give Sony their due though because uh, mm-hmm. I I uh, I'm kind of worried that you know I I made a prediction or at least I I made a I kind of put out a call mm-hmm. with LG out of the market who's going to be the next whipping boy um, yes. company that's always going to lose and and it seems to have emboldened the tech community that anyone who's not samsung or apple is basically on the chopping block now like, and i don't understand yeah i don't i don't lg I don't, leaving the market just seems to have reinforced it's not worth talking about anyone unless it's some kind of freak show novelty or unless you've got kind of a global response that might get a bit more aggressive so right now Xiaomi seems to be the darling alt brand. They're making a little bit more noise in North America. They're reaching out to more reviewers. There's a bit more of a ground game happening. So they're kind of being allowed to be a third place kind of consideration. And the Ultra is outlandish. And the Mi 11 Lite is a a shockingly nice um, premium. And there's a, there's another memory. one coming up, the Mi Eleven Life Lifestyle. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> just like it's too many Elevens. We talked about this last week. Well, I know, so, I know. Like we're, you, so, I was going to say it's not five, it's six. Sorry. In in this market right now, yeah. OnePlus is high visibility. They're high profile, even though they mm-hmm. don't have the same sales numbers that like LG had. And Sony is is always just sort of destined to be this like, well, Sony even still makes phones. <laughs> and so it, it, it's frustrating. I mean, like I, from from techies that I feel should know better, um, seeing tweets on the day of a Sony announcement going, oh, I can already predict what my review is going to be. And you're like, well, that's dumb. That's lame. Absolutely. Especially when you don't even have the hardware. It's like not you're, even- you're, you're saying the quiet parts out loud. Don't do that. <laughs> Oh uh, man, uh, I, I do have to say though, Sony is, I'm, I'm really loving what they're doing, man. I, I just, I can't, I can't, there's no way about it. There's no, I can't, I can't sit through a PR meeting and not be like, seriously, if they were, if they had the cameras on, I would have been like this. It, like they, I was literally like, I'm like, I want to grab the phone through the thing and bring it out. I wanted that technology to be available. Yeah. Today. We, we, we got a pre-brief uh, two days before the big, the big. Announcement. <laughs> there, yeah. It wasn't that so, long. Yeah. yeah and, just, and it was just the spec sheet. I mean, it was basically it, it was, just telling it, us what was in the phone and um, they had, it, they, it, they had me at 4k 120, man. I was <laughs> so, I, you know, it, it, I'm I'm really curious. You know, um, I don't feel the Xperia Five got enough credit for just how shocking that display technology is because it's not just 120; it's it's actually 240 with black frame insertion. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're ever, you know, if you were ever considering like the Jermaine would know. By the way, Jermaine is is the big right? he's holding it. Yep. So, so if you were ever considering like the twitchiest, most responsive, I mean, to me, it's it's almost too responsive to use an Xperia Five for gaming. <laughs> the types of games I play, my 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 lum- lazy, clumsy fingers get in the way of that screen response. Um, there there really isn't anything 
like that. This is this is hyper aggressive display tech that no one else has really pulled off. Nobody, nobody, degree. nobody to this to, to this day. And with the with the one Mark three is going to be even more like they're, they're seriously like they, they had the limit and then they pushed it above. They just poof, went through it. Um, I mean, display tech is one thing also, but the fact obviously is that we finally get 5G in the US, which is definitely mm-hmm. a nice thing. Uh, someone brought that. up, I think it was Andrew. Um, yeah. th- there is going to be, I think, kind of a holdover on AT&T 5G. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, I, I just don't see where manufacturers this year are going to be playing ball with AT&T just because mm-hmm. of how their 5G rollout has been so stuttered and sporadic you mean the um, 5g e so, for the extended amount of time before they even had something actually called 5g yeah there's... well yeah i mean it's it's um they at t i feel like the problem is you know I, you know i was going to go down this whole tangent we don't need to go down an at t tangent i feel like the problem is more on at t than it is on the phone manufacturers phone, trying yeah. to keep up with the north american market so that is a bit of a bummer it is. Um, it, it is. It, I'm like I said. It, it's exciting to see that it's going to be active. I think more than likely mm-hmm. it's going to. Well, it is sub six. I think. Um, yeah, we're, we're uh, not going to be getting millimeter wave, and I'm genuine, generally fine with I, that. I'd rather that than them tacking on another hundred dollars for. I, I was going to say I. I, I didn't want to have to drive down to Santa Monica and Venice just to get that <laughs> right. super old. No, no. Don't get me wrong. It, it was fun with the with the Xperia Pro, but I feel like with you know just on a daily, I feel like. You know, five G sub six with T Mobile, or and and once they figure out the well, and, and the Pro makes a completely different argument. So it makes sense you'd want it on the Pro, and I would be looking at the Pro if I were doing broadcast. Oh, absolutely. I'm not, and the Pro is. I want the Pro, but the Pro mm-hmm. is more phone than I really need, and I'm much more interested in uh, in in what the the Xperia One has to offer in very similar fashion with just a slightly different and i mean slightly a slightly more consumer focus this is still a sony alpha uh, it's, in it's, it's very it's very much <laughs> a sony alpha and i and i'm loving what they decided to do with the telephoto lens they mm-hmm. stuck to their guns to the primary and secondary but the telephoto they they took the the, the <laughs> they took the side mounted <laughs> prism shaped moving mm-hmm. part sorry moving prisms inside of the camera to give us Two distinctive focal lengths. Not, mm-hmm. a te- not not this is not a telephoto at one x, two x, and three x. No, no, no. If if I remember correctly, I think it was like a hundred and hundred and five millimeter, and then I think it was at eighty. If I'm 70? right, oh seventy. Sorry, there's the yeah. seventy and the one hundred five. They gave they're actually giving you mechanically. I don't know how mechanically, but seriously, moving parts within the telephoto lens in a smartphone that fits yeah. in your pocket. Who else does that? I mean, they're not trying to shoot for the moon. They're not trying to give you a camera that does moon images. That's not, can you imagine Sony shows up? We decided to crap everything else, and we're going to give you a moon camera because sure. we want you to shoot for the moon. Uh, the equivalent of 600 millimeters in your phone. <laughs> exactly. And it only sticks out of your pocket like five or six inches. It's yeah. great. <laughs> You're going to look happy the whole time. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am always happy to see this phone. <laughs> I'm always... always um, <laughs> no, no, seriously. Some some of the this the 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 changes that they've done. Oh, even even though uh, that was the other thing that I'm really really excited, which we can obviously mm-hmm. talk about now. It's the total revamp of their standard camera app. Yeah. Like seriously, they knew what was going and they fixed it. They yeah. made it. Yeah. You know, th- this is it, it, the uh, the only thing that I would criticize Sony for in this space is not bringing their software 
that those kind that kind of software polish to older phones. So well, for, for anyone yeah. who might have missed it in the announcement, um, Sony has in the, on the Xperia one and in the Xperia five Mark two, there's a trio of apps. You've got photo mm-hmm. pro cinema pro, and then sort of the stock Xperia camera app. Yeah. And they're going to be rolling the remaining features of the stock camera app into photo pro. So there's going to be an, a, a green box full auto. And then there's also going to be like a basic mode. Uh, yeah. I, I and think that they basic call mode basic is going to, is, well, I don't know if it's going to be called basic on the phone, but <laughs> Sony camera engineers yes. don't think very highly of really it. Of they it. were yeah. calling it the basic, yeah, basic mode. <laughs> when, when, you know what happens? Like when they put something and they call it basic <laughs> mode. Which, but in in their defense, though, I, I would say it it, it is felt well featured. I mean, it's structured to look like your standard well, camera app, so but it's really I, Camera Pro. I, I yeah, I I've I've was really disappointed with how people tackled Xperia One and Xperia Five because Green Box incorporated a lot, a lot of the auto mode camera functionality for stills. Mm-hmm. The the one thing that was missing was something in Cinema Pro where maybe you could have a more on the rails auto video mode. And that's where you mm-hmm. would have to jump out. The only time I would ever jump out of the Pro apps is if I wanted sort of on the rails, dumb, simple video. Um, so now that, yeah. that's that's going to be rolled into Photo Pro. So they're mm-hmm. in Photo Pro. This this is actually kind of a little tweaky, confusing because you've got Cinema Pro for really making video content, video and then Photo Pro has a, a video mode. mode, a simple mode, a basic it's, it's, mode. It's, with video it's a mode. video mode in simple mode f- for your general, you know, day to day, you know, recording if you want to use right. it. Uh, but if you want to be able to spend some time, compose the shot, use the right filters, turn on. Sure. I mean, and we're not sure also if, if 4K 120 will be limited to Cinema Pro, which is what we've seen in the past. I, I would imagine gonna... that it's it's really just going to be the Xperia camera app. So it's probably yeah. like it might even still be just like 4K 30. Uh, more than sensor. likely. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I think so. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think 4K 30 is the max you can get. Yeah, um, from the Xperia app. I mean, it, it's like I said, when I say on the rails simple, on the rails simple there's like like for rails bro. For, for, for rails, rails. simple for rails. Totally. <laughs> rack, rack, aditya is always 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 in rack the uh, rack focus for the win i am totally with you my friend um you know see the the reality is look i'm, I'm excited this these are one of those things that it always bums me out when an announcement is made and and, and the, the device is going to come two months later. Um, you know, I was I, I tweeted about that this morning because I was just kind of on another like cranky pants tear watching some of the reactions to this. I mean, there is no other phone that's going to be like this. No, um, I, I have to believe that Sony is going to do their due diligence after the Xperia Pro and giving us better thermal hardware. They're still bleeding edge when it comes to battery and power management. HS There's power no, control is still there. Yeah, no, no one absolutely. touching them for that. Nope. And this is the the cam the phone that's going to operate most like a camera. They're they're mm-hmm. including the software and support for video input. Yep. So you just add a USB video input device, Adapter. a capture yep. card, and, and you can broadcast directly from your phone. I mean, this this is not a phone to be taken lightly. This is a phone with high tier content creation in mind, mm-hmm. still has a headphone jack, still sporting stereo speakers. 
it looks like it's still going to keep the same frame so that you don't even have to have a pin tool to get to the memory card if you want to swap that, media on the fly. Exactly. Yep. I, I mean, like, th- there's there's nothing like this. All of this is is Japanese. Uh, high, high. Uh, I'm I'm trying to to say this sort of lovingly, snarkily, but like, yeah, you know, the, the Sony is a brand. Sony as a brand thinks very highly of themselves, but Rightly when you look so, at the yes, uh, yeah, when you look at the components that they're going to be using, Victus glass on the front, Gorilla Glass six on the back, you know, a, a larger battery than the phones had last year in the same size frame, which takes a ton of engineering. Yep. I mean, all of these things add up, and and it's just going to hurt my soul that a premium niche high-level productivity, high-level content creation device is going to be judged on the same kind of price tag as like a base model Galaxy S21. Oh, and yeah. and and it's it's not the it's not the conversation, it's not the comparison. There there is a much more limited market of people that I I would recommend an Xperia to, but what were I to recommend you an Xperia, believe me when I say you will adore <laughs> that recommendation if I think you're the right fit for that kind of phone. There will be nothing else like this phone this year. And, and I and I think they've they've pri- well they they did they rate they did the right approach this year where they're releasing both together because or at least next to each other. They they weren't you know really what? clear about I, it. They, I they don't think they will. Up. No, no, no. Okay. I, so, I, so here's, here's, I mean, let's, let's, let's be sort of fair and critical to Sony sure. in the same breath. We know Sony is getting hit with the same component. Um, oh, absolutely. Supply issues. Yeah, supply issues. Yep. And we know that Sony is, is likely looking at batches of manufacturing in much, much smaller numbers. Okay. So from the announcement of the Xperia five, by the time it came to North America, 2020 was almost over. I mean, it took that long of a window. So yep. I would highly expect Xperia one out in a couple months, and then mm-hmm. Xperia five maybe a couple months after that. So but kind the thing of stagger like what they did last year, but I, 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 but well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully with the, with a shorter window in between the launch of the two phones. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm wrong. I'm hope they I hope they can deliver both at the same time, but I don't think that's realistic, and I don't think Sony can operate like that and still keep any kind of profit margin because you know they're only going to make these phones if they can keep their phone division in the black. So if you were looking at an Xperia 1 or an Xperia 5, mm-hmm. I would expect some fairly longer timetables here. But you know that the phones are coming. They're not going to pull yeah. an LG. They're not walking out of the market. They're not going to take an off year because the component game got so rough. You, It's a bummer having to wait, but you know you're waiting for something. You yeah. know that something's coming. So I'm actually kind of better that Sony announced early and that, now we just have an expectation that there's going to be a waiting game. And that sucks. Yeah. It sucks for the for the hype. It sucks for the excitement. But we know. We know what these things are. We know when they're going to come. And regionally, we should be getting some better information soon on pricing. And, and I think that's a much better colors. strategy than just staying silent. And we get more colors. That's the other. That, 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 I <laughs> yes, and that, we get that, more That colors. purple one shall be mine. Nothing's wrong with this one. I, I'm, I'm loving. I love the black color on this. But oh, yes, last year. Oh, yes, will be mine. <laughs> they, they, they will be the purple. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 there, there was even a, like in the, in, the, in the press material that we saw, there was a white one. And I asked, I asked him about the one. He was like, "No, no, we don't know anything about that one." It was in the I, pictures, so it exists. No, no, no. You know, I, it, it'll that, be a Japan exclusive. That looks cool. I mean, 
I, I like I like gradients. I you know like I love the I one love plus that. silver. You know how it mm-hmm. kind of goes silver into smoky. Um, I miss thunder purple. The thunder purple one pluses are still some of my favorites, but I don't know that I I'm I don't know that I'm digging on white. Because this is a phone that I'm going to be taking outdoors and rolling around in the dirt, and I'm going to have to have a, a great case great on case. it. Just, just don't buy that same case again. It just I, the, the one that I needs a drill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my poor V60. I need to do like another just sort of video on like y'all. Is, y'all missed out. The V60 is a tank, and look at the yeah. armor I'm going to be putting my V60 in. <laughs> um, we have no, prepping it for uh, battle. The 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 purple Xperia's have always been sort of these unicorn phones for me. So yeah, when I get my hands on one, I'm really I'm thinking I'm gonna try hard not to, to, to go <laughs> to not piano black. Oh, don't get me wrong. We we get there's uh, the, the color itself. You know, when once Samsung invented black uh, earlier this year, I was pretty much you know very satisfied with what Sony brought in with the last year's <laughs> black color, the the mirror black. I sorry, I just I'm not trying to bag on Samsung. It's just it's one of those. I mean, they got it, it coming a little bit. Come on, they invented a, a black. Uh, the, we got matte black. Uh, look, Sony is so right now. Sony set the stage. Right now, mm-hmm. all they have to do is literally deliver on what they promised, which they typically do, and I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, pre-orders are going to start hopefully opening up at some point before then, obviously before the before the launch. Because when they say it's coming in summer, obviously they're going to have pre-orders, which th- what they did last year. So mm-hmm. look for some deals, look 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 for some promotions. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are going to be some, hopefully some nice pair of cans. Hopefully the XM4s can come with this one as opposed to just the in-ear. Uh, but right. you know we'll we'll see. I'm I'm excited to see what they do uh, as a promotion. But truly understand. Sony is very much driving the camera system on the back. They're doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on it this year. Yeah. Um, the if there was well, one one thing I was and, probably and kind of it, keeping it very Sony flavored too, because there, there's been this race for like the super crazy megapixel sensors, and mm-hmm. that's not the game. No, better Sony optics, plays. better optics, and larger sensors is the game. Well, but then also, any any time you feel like one of your galaxy ultras or one plus nine pros or me 11s, you know, when, when you tap on the screen and you don't get that instant scary cyber, you know, uh, cyberdyne systems focus lock on your subject. Part of the reason why is quad bear and pixel binning HDR sensors are not as snappy. And so Sony is making a targeted choice against the same kind of like super bright Instagrammy saturated HDR with hardware to back up the scariest best autofocus I've still used on on animals as well as humans. And that's the crazy part. My cat, I mean, I, we have cats at the house. We have three cats. You've seen them. If you watch my videos, you've seen all of my cats at some point or another. Um, the autofocusing is crazy good on the cat because cats never sit still. Like it just never happens. And like, seriously, I've got the little flip out screen on my Panasonic and it's doing eye tracking on the screen of me. And <laughs> through the, the camera. camera, through the camera, <laughs> through the camera. I, I mean, know. that's ridiculous. Amen. And that's oh, also wait, Adam, really Adam's scary. in the chat as well. Oh man. Oh, hey, Tech, Tech Odyssey. Gary's in there as well. Andrew. Hey, Slow Mojo. <laughs> Slow Mojo. Vince in there. Um, 
I did so want to say. Joe says, you know, you know, like looking at look, looking at this stuff, it, you know, the Sony presentation makes him want to be a content creator or a, um, or a, like a, a hardcore gamer or something like that. I forget what the the comment was because our our chat moved too fast. But let me see if I can find even it if, even I... if you're not, you know, spending because I'm 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 makes I'm want to be a content creator or a yeah, pro gamer. Pro, pro, pro gamer. Um, I, I'm ballparking with what I see in the Sony. Knowing the bill of materials, knowing that Sony is going to keep a bit of a profit margin and that they're likely going to bundle with some XM4s or some earbuds. Some some, some some kind of, yeah, like when they did it with um, the gaming bundle, it was like $400 worth of, worth of stuff you were getting for free with the bundle. I'm, which I'm is assuming an Xperia 1 Mark II price between $1,200 and $1,400. This so there is was not going to be yeah. a, a cheap phone. No, no, no. Uh, saw somewhere and i don't know if it's true again total leak stuff here uh it, it was found to be on pre-order for 1300 so slightly higher than what it was last year oh Not that I, bad. and i and i totally <laughs> buy it too especially I, with I, the periscoping um telephoto camera absolutely the, the two separate focal lengths in there and i i'm truly like they didn't deep dive into the mechanics of the uh of the moving parts but that level of engineering on a smartphone size, like you said, the it's just to me is mind boggling. So again, uh, everything about it is I was very excited. Uh, they got me at 4K 120, but again, it, that was just because the the gamer in me wanted to see. I loved it. So uh, the display on this is literally second to none when it comes to watching content. Okay, it's movies, pretty. it's pretty, it's nice. 4K uh, 60 is beautiful. It's really, really good, and especially when you turn on creator mode on this, it works really good. Yeah. But increasing that to have the gaming functionality, because that was the marriage. It's almost like an Xperia 5 Mark III and an Xperia 1, right. sorry, Mark II and uh, 1 and 5 married. And then they have the <laughs> one, <laughs> the two babies that look exactly like mommy and daddy, except they're a little bit faster because they're younger. That's just one of those things. Because, you know, not that I'm trying to say I'm slower, but you know how it is. So, so definitely. Just, just holding in this market is kind of a big deal because... Yeah. The higher price tags, I think, deservedly scare some folks off. Um, if if you're not if you're not feeling a thirteen to fourteen hundred dollar investment for a phone, please don't extend yourself on this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. I, I again, it's it's the bang for buck in the mid range has gotten really strong. Yeah. The Sony is getting an overwhelmingly positive reaction because it's doing such a good job of targeting very specific demographics of Absolutely. content consumption, content mm -hmm. creation. And I think it will be, I think it will be a solid option. I mean, it, it probably well, won't unseat like an ROG five, if you're really dialed into a specific uh, kind of, but gaming. you wouldn't even get it. Yeah. If you're in an ROG five territory or red, that's magic, a different, that's totally, a different conversation. Yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're not, you're not buying that phone because you love the camera system on that phone. You buy that phone because you know, you can take general pictures here and there and good lighting, everything will yeah. be fine. But at the end of the day, you're buying it because of the gaming, you're buying it because of that display, the speakers, the headphone jack, all of the things that, you know, media consumption and enjoyment that, that I think that's really what these devices are intended for. Mm -hmm. Sony is, it does that and it does that in a good way, but it really flips it over when you want to be a creator, when you want to push your, your creativity to the, yeah. to the edge and actually start using the phone for what it's intended for is to mimic a camera, an alpha camera in your hand. So those are the things I'm excited about. And, and I mean, Adam Tech Odyssey is also very excited about mm -hmm. that one as well. Oh, and he's talking about the V yeah, V60. You can get it for like 400 bucks right now. Available for 300. Those are, those are crazy steals. You should, if you're able yeah. to, and you're looking for one, 
the V60 is still, it will still be for years to come, a good, very solid uh, content creation tool. There's just no, it, it sucks where we are at this point, but I mean, seriously, uh, it's a very strong contender, supports 5G, does everything you want it to do. And if you want extended, uh, an extra display, if you want a pen input, mm-hmm. insert all of that. And Android 11 already. Yeah. So I, <laughs> so, I mean, you're, you're, pretty pretty well covered and especially for how cheap those things are going so i mean like vince vince was asking you know, should i upgrade from the one mark two um one it's a tough one yeah that, that this this is this is a challenging conversation in 2021 it's i i really need us techies to be much much more specific about the apps and services and things that you do on your phone, mm-hmm. even down to the games that you play on your phone. Absolutely. For example, if you tell me you just want to do a little TikTok and your favorite game to play on mobile is Dead Cells. Me 11 Ultra? You, no, no. No, 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 no. S21 Ultra. Uh, S21 Ultra, I mean, right? It's TikTok. like something that has all, I mean, you have to spend at least $1,100, right? TikTok. No, I'm serious. That's where, like, that's where a the Pixel money is. 5 is, is running dead cells at 90 frames per second. <laughs> don't, 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 don't spend more if that's the kind of game you play. Um, another good, like Metroidvania, like Dandara, mm-hmm. it caps at 60. There is zero benefit to shopping above like a 765. I need you to be that specific about, about how you use your phones yeah. because something tells me in, in, in sort of general daily smartphone usage, even for Sony's optimizations, I would be very surprised if the one Mark three feels much different than a one Mark two. It's, I, it's when you start driving that phone out to the extremes where some of the camera sensor improvements are going to make more sense, where it gives you more flexibility for higher quality telephoto capture, where you you maybe have a a bit more of a stable platform for uh, 120 frames per second, 4k. And then I'm, I'm hoping that we see good carrier and power management for sub six, five G. If you're in the Mm -hmm. United States, that might be something that matters to you. You know, it's, it's, it's really, Oh, in that, that um, the display should be a little bit brighter. So yes. that that's definitely one of the sort of critical points on the Xperia 1 Mark II is it's generally fine outdoors. It's just, it could be better and it's be really hard private. to frame if you're trying to get critical focus on something with a screen that can sometimes be a bit dim. Screen, so if screen, that's- screen brightness should be, uh, with higher refresh rate, you tend to get kind of a interesting combination depending on the panels. Uh, mm-hmm. you, yeah, uh, that was one of my, and, and you guys will probably see it in the review when I put out uh, the the Red Magic Six, um, six hundred nits brightness on on a gaming phone. That that is, it's definitely not meant to be played outside. Let's just say that much. <laughs> Maybe outside in the shade. Less less but, of an on the go kind of a phone, but but more if, like if, uh, on the couch kind of a phone. If yeah. Sony can give us that option, or or even let's say it's split. You know, I mm-hmm. don't need a hundred and twenty hertz display if I'm trying to frame. And I'm shooting 4K 60. I, I don't need 120. So let's let's see if we can't maximize display output and the power draw yeah. by maybe pushing the display a little bit brighter in situations like that. So, I mean, some of the rumors have been saying like 1200 nits. And I don't know that I buy that at 4K 120. Um, but that might be a little bit of a pain point on an Xperia 1 Mark II. Um, that being said... In the middle, your sort of core peak of the bell curve use. Mm-hmm. Phones with 865s 
I think are better mannered than phones with A88s. And I think in a lot of situations, it feels better. Even, Even if the A88 can accomplish many tasks faster, it ends up feeling better on the 865 because the phone's not running as hot and you're not seeing as as peaky a swing mm-hmm. in performance. It's it's much more consistent. It's much it's a lot more mellow Absolutely. just getting through your task without these kinds of like bursts of activity and then throttling it back down. Yeah. And so I have a lot of confidence that Sony can kind of nudge us a little further on that journey, like OnePlus nudged us a little further than Samsung did. But considering the deals you can get on phones from last year, how close these performance deltas are. If if you're rocking as a flagship from 2020, there is very little to be said that 2021 can offer you to seriously show that improvement. I think you, you really more, you, you, you won't benefit as much in the sense of like, again, for the S21 and the S20, there's definitely a downward curve into that experience, especially with Samsung's this year. And I'm not trying to say it's, and I'm not trying to make it like sound like I'm trying to be snarky or whatever. It's just whatever decisions they decided to do for 2021 with the S21 was just, either the wrong PR team or the wrong design team because they just they took things out and they made things a little bit worse than what it was last year. I still think the S20 is a much better contender. The Note 20 Ultra is literally the last flagship that, in my opinion, that Samsung put out because it still truly meant what the Ultra was supposed to be. It is an Ultra. So uh, again... The the S21 Ultra makes more sense in my brain, but it's also the most expensive expensive phone that they're selling. And it feels cynical to me because Samsung is, is got to know that a lot of their consumers are on two to three year cycles. So, so someone coming talking. from an S nine or an S 10 leapfrogging to an S 21, they're not likely to know that some savvy shopping on an S 20 could have been, will get them very similar performance and more phones. So that that to me feels like we've got to give Sony some wiggle room on a mm-hmm. $1,300 phone because everything is better. There, there isn't one corner reduced. No, There's not one feature removed. And in continue. fact, they keep adding things. There stereo is speakers are 360 phone. now, 360 audio and stereo speakers. They're adding reverse wireless charging mm-hmm. on a Sony. Like... A feature that kills your battery, and we know how Sony is about power management, but people are asking for it, so they're going to add it. You know, like, there, there isn't one part of this that's a step back. The it V60, is. It is. there no, are there some isn't. step backs from the V50. Yeah. The S21, there are a lot of step backs from There's the s changes. I feel like the 60 to 50 with, with LG... Although some changes were done into some of the processing, at least with the images, uh, I think the cameras, but mm-hmm. I felt like... Uh, what they've what they did was trying to give the consumers what they want, what they've been seeing people well, ask for. So there is L- the direction. But you're you're always going to score points with me saying you know nice things about LG from a marketing or strategy. But but I mean like a V50 was sort of that peak of that current tech yeah. kind of a phone, and, and you know five camera sensors on it, a quad HD display right. was the Every- first, especially in international markets, to support um, sub six five G and oh, dual yeah, yeah. display. Yeah. And so so you know when you go two hundred dollars less on a V on a V sixty, you know you know they cut the price two hundred dollars going from V fifty to V sixty seven ninety nine. I think was the release price for it exactly. Yeah. 
it's a different conversation and you it, you do end up sort of trading some parts and removing a few things like having a dedicated telephoto sensor, whether or not it made it better made it or worse. Worse, yeah, I was going to say. Um, sure. Juan but, has a video yeah. on that, by the way. But yeah. <laughs> right, I do. <laughs> um, but but the, we don't have to have that conversation with Sony. Ev- everything is bigger and better. All of the numbers are better. The battery is better. The 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 um, it is gooder, gooder, better. That is gooder. They're the only one. by the way, but yeah. I, I mean, it's it's like I guess I you could say Xiaomi is also sort of you know upscaling Xiaomi, their phone line. Xiaomi's seriously like uh, Xiaomi's approach this year, like you said at the beginning. Uh, the the openness for them to work with creators from you know especially in the US and Europe and they're they're working with a lot more on on the PR side. I think has been scoring them a lot of points, but it's also showing the um the their willingness to basically say look take our tech and try it out and you tell us what you think it's not just you know what we present in a presentation and we put slides on the wall kind of thing well but but let me but let me ask you man i mean like because like my experiences with xiaomi are sort of a couple years out of date so when i go from like a mi 8 to a mi 9 and then to a mi 11 light Uh the mi 11 light feels like more and nicer phone than the mi 9 did it, they, Would they, you say that going from Mi 10 to Mi 11, that they took a more Samsung approach and trying to cut back on pricing? Or did they take a Sony approach and make everything better on their phones? Or is there something kind of there's a little bit of both like LG? There's a little bit of both going on here. Um, what happened last year when they came out with the 11 with the 10 and 10 Pro? Their pricing skyrocketed. They were giving you decent hardware. The cameras were really nice. But what, what Xiaomi did, which was they're known for being more budget friendly. They were the bang for the buck price all throughout their uh, lineup. But the 10 Pro, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was like 1,100 euros. So it, it was already overshooting 1,000. And they got a lot of backlash from that. A lot of people weren't really uh, feeding into the 11 Pro, uh, sorry, the 10 Pro. The 10 did a little bit better. And I think what they did is they did kind of what you were saying. Is they took a page from Samsung's approach where they kind of wanted to give us, they came out with the 11. The 11 was the big bang. You know, we're going to hit it the first. Like 80, the mainstream. The mainstream. Exactly. Um, and, and there were some compromises. I'm not going to deny the fact that obviously this is not a perfect device. Uh, but as a start, though, it was a very good start for them. And then that set the tone for everything else that's been coming out since then. You got the 10, you know, 11 Pro, 11 Lite, Lite 4G, 5G, and then there's the now, you know, lifestyle, whatever. Um, they realized they had a good for- formula and they're able to rehash that formula as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Their biggest improvements that I've seen, though, is when they went from UI 10 to UI 12. Oh, more of a software. It's a software improvement. Right. It is okay. something. It, it's something that I also feel like Oppo benefited from as well, and OnePlus. It's Android 11's optimizations that they were able to build on and make their UI smoother. So even if they were, when they were running it on Android 10, it still felt better. But when they jumped to Android 11, seriously, seven series processors felt like you know 888. Like everything was smooth. The animation was consistent. Their icons mm-hmm. were consistent. They did a lot more work on the UI element that felt. Even on their mid-range to low-end budget devices, it still ran smooth. Oppo does the exact same thing with ColorOS 11 for them. So right. the, the things that I would probably say is that's the biggest development. That's why you feel, because we live in software, right? The hardware is mm-hmm. amazing and beautiful, but 90% of the time, we don't take our phone to stop. Like, hold on a second. Oh, yeah. We do that once in a while, <laughs> the honeymoon phase. But after a while, you know, you're in in this section, right? I mean, in, to be fair, that that is like... 
what 30 maybe 40 percent of my interactions with the duo oh wow i still love this i still love it i'm gonna just open and close it because i love uh, it oh and yeah no uh Juan Carlos, I, I mean, I Juan Carlos after dark man that's that's all i can say man because because you know like i love industrial design there's a practicality to sony so, i like sony what's going just, on with OnePlus and and like I, you know, yeah. sort of the tapers and curves and stuff like that and you know I, like i i loved my v60 but it wasn't a beautiful phone it was a diesel truck uh, the phone. design was very much a bender like design but i think at the end of the day uh once you start using the phone, you realize and you appreciate what LG did. Yeah. Um, like, see, I, I never got a chance to play with the V50 as much as you did because when we did the PR thing that one time, I think you went with the, you know, you didn't go with the V50, right? You went with, no, you did go with the V50. With I went Sprint, with the Sprint V50. So it was yeah, yeah. technically so, the, v, the V450. The v, yeah. So you did yeah. that one and I ended up going with the OnePlus, uh, the OnePlus 7 Pro, Pro 5, 5G, 5G, which yeah. doesn't work on anything now. But anyways, um, so the 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 approach there, I felt like when I saw the AV60 was very much a okay. This is what I wanted. I, I nothing against boom sound, but I felt like we needed stereo speakers. We we just needed stereo speakers. No, but but again, it's it's what you were saying is this notion of like like I'm really gonna after I own the phone and I live with it for a while, like just one day I'm just gonna just gonna sit and look at the back. And the contours, and and just really yeah. appreciate the design. Appreci- appreciate that doesn't that happen. Design. I no one cares. <laughs> no, it's no, got no, a case it, on it. It's it, most whatever. no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. If we most likely we will have a case on it. Oh, speaking of which, there is going to be that additional button on the side of the Xperia One Mach Three. That that was the other one that that I felt like was the right thing to take from the Pro. Bring that extra mm-hmm. button in there. Make it customizable. Give it to us now. Uh, <laughs> as a shortcut button if you if you're just telling me it's going to be an assistant thing or something no 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 real uh, cranky I, but I, seeing I, it as I, customizable I, makes I, me I'm, feel a I'm, bit I'm pretty sure i'm pretty pretty sure they took the pro version of the button since they brought it in um so i i'm very excited to see what's what's coming up um lg still you know if you want to pick up a device i think lg is a great choice um and it will still be for for some time as it's going to be supported um for software update hopefully under 12 even so we'll have to see how things go when when that actually comes out. Um, but I kind of wanted to can, just answer some people because I think some people are still a little bit confused why we started an hour early. Um, <laughs> it, it is my fault, and I'll say this now. And it's going to be it, you? And it will be like this for the next few weeks. I do apologize. Um, not that I was trying to mess people up. It's just that uh, I... I can't stay up till midnight <laughs> it, uh, because of Ramadan and so on. So I, I need to be able to wake up really early in the morning and still be able to have some function during the day. So uh, Juan was very gracious enough to agree for a, a small shift change. So about an hour and a half, like eight o'clock for the next few weeks on the same day, uh, hanging out and chit-chatting. So um, I know Ranesh was joining. He's like, am I late? Am, am, I, am I early? I'm like, what? Yeah, so I, I, we, we probably could have made a bit more noise out of I, that. But yeah, I know. It's I, not we surprised yet. <laughs> this, this is definitely on the test. Uh, but I do want to switch it up a little bit. I want to talk a little yes. bit more about... So you dropped a video this week on a smartwatch. I dropped a couple of videos on smartwatches this mm-hmm. week. Now I'm rocking the watch that you dropped it on, but I'm walking. I'm also talking the other one. Let's talk. Let, so you, um, you, we talked about it before the show. One of the reasons why we were a couple of seconds late, you got the update, right? You installed it. Yeah. There was an update that got pushed out. I think yesterday, right? If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And the, the T-Rex from Amazfit, if you guys are not familiar, obviously check out the video. Uh, I like it's that watch face. So good, it's nice. It it is absolutely. It's lightweight, 
uh, built to take a kick in and keep on walking. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say looking. Anyways, um, but it's literally <laughs> built like a tank. I mean, it's a T-Rex. I, I feel like they they should have gone with the, you know, the indi- the indestructible watch. Take it and bang it against the wall. Let's keep going. I, you know what? I actually kind of like that that they, they're naming it after one of the most fearsome carnivores to have ever walked the planet. Um, instead of trying to make some more outlandish, like... I mean, because it is, it, it, it's an affordable consumer-facing piece of gear. What, what the yeah. price on this is what one seventy right mm-hmm. now? Before you maybe can even get like a ten percent off coupon or something like that. Yeah. So, um, and this I, is technically I, the second iteration, by the way. It's not the yeah. first. Yeah. So again, there was a T Rex and this the T Rex Pro. Um, I, I kind of like that they aren't trying to over i mean they're making big bold claims about Mm -hmm. more rugged performance but they're not trying to say that this is going to be like you know like firefighter grade uh casio g-shocks or something drive your car over it now no no yeah yeah nothing like that and um i i just feel like amazfit is on an incredible roll right now the products have all landed well optimized, very well polished. The presentation is on point for the audience that they're claiming to make this for. So mm-hmm. when I use this, it really does recall like the kinds of gear that I would have nerded out on when I was a Boy Scout, you know, and going on wilderness survival weekends and ultra hikes and stuff like that. Like it's just so well built for that audience. It's a little overkill for what I really need right now. Mm-hmm. And that makes me so happy that at 170 bucks, it really does seem to live up and I think exceed the expectations of what it is that they're trying to claim. And a solid, solid battery life. Absolutely solid battery life. I got 10 days life. on my first charge. Yeah. No, there's no question that 10 I 10 like, days. Yeah. But that's the thing is he, we shouldn't be surprised about this. That should be the standard. We shouldn't be thriving to the No, no, seriously, like at this in 2021 with the amount of years that we've had wearables. Seriously, uh, we have we've had improvements in processing power, we've had improvements obviously in mm-hmm. RAM and so on. But serious battery life is the biggest thing. Like if there's nothing, yeah. anything TickWatch has been doing great at is increasing the life of battery. But on, on other companies, when they're releasing it and they're touting two days of battery life, I'm like, who does two days? Of, your watch should not be charged every night with your phone. If it is to if you are to use it as what you normally would have expected a normal analog watch to last, obviously that's not going to happen. D- duration will obviously be much shorter, but... You don't want to take out forever to charge it. And when you do charge it, you want it to be done in a pretty quick time. You want to be able to kind of, as you're getting your things together in the morning, the, you know, after 10 days or so, plug it in, put it in, boom, and you're done and you go. Uh, and that's the thing. I'm, I'm very happy with it. I didn't get a chance to drop my video. I noticed a whole bunch of people dropped their TRX Pro videos this week. I'm I, working on mine. It'll be coming out hopefully so early So I was week. late, but I also kind of read the timing. So when, because you, you're going to talk about the other yep. major wearable announcement. But for uh, me, yeah. it was like, as soon as I saw that everyone was pushing go on their OnePlus watch reviews, I was like, hey, you know what? Today's the day that I get I this really T-Rex see. review out. I I'm going to be different today well, I, and i actually waited a day too i i decided <laughs> not to push any videos on day one right. um there so here's the thing embargoes are not the release date we need to understand that embargoes are the timeline of which we are allowed to release our content after mm-hmm. i i did that on, on the last few videos and the reality of the matter is i i know i'm not getting any love from from the from the gods that are hosting this this podcast um, for for any kind of you know support or pushing the content, and I am pushing content that is also you know like literally almost embargo day. 
So there was no reason for me to try to put out. And then I ended up literally watching a whole bunch of videos of decisions that were made and, and statements that were made on hardware and software that wasn't really public ready yet. It was all running pre-release software and the hardware is solid. I, I do admit that. So I chose to wait an entire separate day and I, and I pushed mm. out my English and my Arabic video and I'm still not going to get the love that I normally, you know, that any of the other content creators, but short answer, we both put out the videos and I love the fact that I saw your T-Rex. So as, as I saw it on, on uh, the morning, I was like, that is a nice video. I like that. Yeah. I, it was, it was different because of the, you know, 6,000, whatever one plus watch videos. Um, I think it kind of helped. Also, I mean, just the fact that like the, the response has genuinely been very positive for T-Rex. This is an easy, this is a really easy wearable to gush over. Absolutely. And it, it, it's really easy to say nice things about it because it does such a good job of nailing it its demographic. I, mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's not, it's refreshing when something isn't trying to be some sort of all rounder everything for everyone, because then it's so milk toast that it really doesn't do everything for everyone. Right. We like, we kind of yeah, rationally. Adam, Adam likes it as well. Yep. And I like their yeah. app, by the way, their app is very uh, nice. Oh, Zap. I, the Zep app is is hilariously granular. Like if you really want to get into all of the health tracking, like I need to know what the circumference of my upper calf is because that's where I'm that's one of my trouble spots and I'm going to lose some weight there. You can track all I, of that. So I use it with their smart scale. So I love the smart scale functionality. I need to get that. I want to, I want to try. <laughs> it's, it's seriously like one of the best scales ever. Stand up on it. It does oxygen, heart rate, weight management. It even shows you on the actual scale if you're trending up or down. And as, right. it, as it completes everything else and it just uploads it, puts it in the app, and then it ma- matches it with the data that you get from the watch. So you're getting that full experience going through the app. That's one thing. Like if there was one thing I would have asked what uh, Mob Void to do for me is inc- incorporate the treadmill into the Mob same. Boy app. I had the exact we, same note. I want like something that something ties that, directly. Exactly. Yeah. There's there yes. should be no reason totally. why this should not because you have Bluetooth. We know it has Bluetooth. It connects. Well, and if, even even if it's something silly like when the top bar is down on that treadmill, like maybe give me speed controls so that I don't have um, to use the remote. That the remote. No, no, Any, exactly. Anything. But I, I want I want to switch gears here. Um, yeah. My my T Rex video was out. I'm very yeah. positive on this, and Amaze Fit in general. Marie is 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 hardcore Amaze Fit now. Um, she's been through like three Fitbit charges in mm-hmm. almost as many years, and the second she saw that she was getting more than double the battery life on an Amaze Fit GTR two E than she was on her old Fitbit. Like she Fitbit's done. She's done. She's she the 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 GTR 2E is a little big for her wrist. Like she doesn't Mm -hmm. love the size of the overall casing, but like the battery life, the fitness tracking seems to be as accurate or more accurate. It's got blood ox. I mean, she's she's done. That's it. She's she's now switched teams. She's She's probably never gonna go back to a Fitbit. Um what now kind of taking all of that into consideration that like in in one watch review, we can see you take the general style and function of a watch, apply it to a fitness tracker, and we're into several generations of refinement. Mm-hmm. Amazfit's game is so strong right now. It's solid. It's solid. So I, solid. I want to kind of keep that in context for 
what is your expectation, your reaction, and and where consumers should put something like a OnePlus when we know OnePlus often needs software support on all post, of their products? Post, post, post give, launch, yeah, we'll fix it in post. This I think it should be the the poster sitting somewhere. But yeah, and and I would say I, I, I'm I'm not impressed with reviewers that are looking at OnePlus Watch and then comparing it to Apple Watch. Like oh, that's absolutely. a dumb comparison. It, it's I'm also not, even... not too impressed with anyone looking at OnePlus Watch and trying to call it a smart watch because it's not. But now having spent some time with T Rex, the OnePlus Watch looks like it's really gunning hard for Huawei GT and a Macefit GTR2. Like they look like like cousins. Like and serious. that to me is dangerous territory for one. This is plus. it's crazy close as far away. So the thing about it is I'm wearing both. In in many people have, have like uh, I'm like I'm that guy walking around with two watches. Um there is so much similarity <laughs> with the with the UI between the two. Like seriously, mm-hmm. um the 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 way the notifications are done, the the that, that you can't respond to any notification. I felt like the OnePlus did that a little bit better than than Amazfit's. Uh, I think Amazfit okay. still needs to work a little bit on their notification, mostly because of the, like, it'll no, notify the right app, the little icons. But the short answer, they both do are very, very much similar experience. They're fitness trackers in the shape of a watch. But OnePlus's approach right now is it's still is very much what's working for everybody let me see what i can do and do a good job at that they're trying to basically get into the market and that this is their first foray into it um and as you said i think it's a software game uh one of their biggest thing they made sure to everybody know is you know there's going to be a mid-april update and a mid-may update that is going to bring up the features to what they were announced at so the 110 uh, exercise modes um the the syncing of the data there's a little bit of a bug going on right now but I felt like what what I saw when I started looking at some of the other reviews is that they focus heavily as if this is a, fi- a finished, well-updated a product that's been out for a month or two. That, because if you typically, if you've used OnePlus devices, if you're if you're going to compare this to other watches on the market or other devices, you need to kind of just mm-hmm. live the life. So most of the reviews I've seen weren't even running it on OnePlus devices, which was an interesting concept. Uh, I realize you don't have to; it's Android compatible. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But I felt like the the overall aesthetic is. I think only one one create one creator mentioned that this was running on early software, and I think Mr. Fisher always always I love his disclaimers at the end of his videos as well, and <laughs> the way his approaches. And um, but generally, like if you're going to review a watch on day one, make sure that you're running it for a certain amount of time with day one hard software. Right? They pushed an update a day before. Uh, I think The Verge did kind of mention it. They said that the footage is part of it, but. I don't think that the story is done for the OnePlus Watch. I think right now with the OnePlus Watch, it has a great start. It has um, it has definitely the hardware game locked. There's no question the hardware is solid. Uh, long battery life, again, similar to the to the uh, T-Rex Pro. Uh, the display is beautiful. Uh, again, it looks like you know the standard. Like everybody keeps comparing it to the Active Watch from Samsung. In reality, mm-hmm. it doesn't really. It looks it looks like a OnePlus. There's really no, it's not comparing it there. There's no crown. There's no bezel. There's no you know spinning whatever. I don't know, um, man. I think it looks like a GTR too. It does. The buttons I, are a little nicer on the OnePlus, and the casing looks like it's probably a little higher quality. But like to me, it looks right in line with um, the Amazfit. Uh, and I'm I'm spacing. There's another brand that makes kind of a round watch fitness tracker that I think looks really similar. But but you're not sorry. talking about Huawei, are you? 
No, 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 because the Huawei, the, the Huawei's always kind of looked a little bit more um like from, from the Huawei watch, the watch too. The watch. Um, they, they've they've always had the the kind of tick watch uh approach. Bezel. Yeah, bezel. The bezel of yeah. it, yeah. So, the so thicker it's, it's raised a bezel. Kind of a kind of a watch face. Oh, um, it looks a little not not like not as much as the GTR2, but it also looks a little like some of the fossils, you know, like oh, a yeah. Like a fossil sport but very, surprisingly very surprisingly case. light so um and it, it really has like it it's not as heavy as you think it is and it fits nicely it's not as thick uh it again it needs some software love uh yeah like there was one thing i think a lot of things that most if you read through the spec sheet like there's actual nfc in here you know it's mm-hmm. not active it's not being used but there's so much more potential that they could do in there okay. so um you know everybody harped on that there's no spotify support and you know all of that also you know at the end of the day people that are going to buy a oneplus watch are oneplus fans people that are very much into the oneplus ecosystem and this does a good start for them on watch mm-hmm. uh, we never got a chance to see the band the band came out i think is in india only if i'm not mistaken yeah. or in asia so this is literally their version of a smartwatch or a fitness tracker in a smartwatch body uh, and it can only get better my hope is we'll see more updates from them like they, they typically do with their smartphones to improve the experience um, for sure but i'm i'm very much very yeah you know, i like it and for 159 you can't even bark at it seriously it starts at a good price which makes it easy to consider now my hope is that they'll sell it in other places other than just the OnePlus site like this should be on Amazon for sure like once the OnePlus devices come on so i'm looking forward to it i like it i mean the 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 interesting thing to see will be will they iterate hardware as aggressively as some of these other manufacturers, because right oh, now I think, no, I actually think like right now you you've got a comfortable window where you could TikTok it. Like you, I, I don't mean that in the, I mean that in like the Intel sense of like you, know, you can have a tick version. Oh, sorry, TikTok, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought it was video. I I'm old. Um, all of my sayings are woefully out of date. Um, but what I mean is like right now the, the notion that you could make one style of hardware and and ha- let it ride for two years mm-hmm. actually kind of makes a lot of sense for a fitness tracker um, yeah. especially if the focus needs to be polishing up the software experience and activating some of the hardware that's that's not that's dormant right now. that's just yeah. sitting there yeah exactly so so you don't need you don't need to wow me with a hardware refresh immediately next year. You need to show me that you're in this for the long, the long game yeah. of, uh, of, of supporting the product after that. Uh, I, it's, it's the frustrating aspect of how hyper-focused we are on launch week mm-hmm. that, you know, an Apple watch will be covered for every single iterative watch OS update. It's just guaranteed content that you're going to get from a lot of the mainstream outlets. Yeah. And, if, if only a fraction of that attention could be delivered on some of the longer term software support for some of these alt brands and just keeping them in the conversation, you know, not not to the same degree as Apple and Samsung, like I'm not naive. I know they're not going to do that because they won't make as much money. But if you were subsidizing alt brand coverage with this like constant patter of samsung and apple then i think we'd have a better understanding of what this market really looked like and and actually just how good a job a lot of these companies really do in in kind of uh refining that experience from what or where it was at launch 
That's and that's that's one of the reasons why I chose that my first video was literally more of a feature wise to show show off what everything can be can be done with the watch, and I'm holding my review till I get that mid April uh, update that pushes the, yeah. the 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 syncing, especially for the sleep tracking. Because for me, a smartwatch or a fitness tracker, especially ones that are giving you like you know five ten days uh, period of time, mm-hmm. those are the ones that they want you to be able to go to sleep, uh, you know, track your, your everything you want yeah. all around and. If you can't see the data in the app, that to me is like a missing piece of the conversation that I feel like for sure. It's it's great that my watch tells me it tracked my sleep last night that I had seven hours or you know, but at the end you know they're like, uh, but I can't see any of the details. Like okay, well, where is the detail? Oh, it's on the watch. I'm like okay, but I want it in the app. So the short answer, I feel like for me, I feel like the OnePlus watch should should have its own review, hopefully in about a few weeks, couple of weeks or so, because I've been using the watch. There's no question I have in, I have enough experience with it and on the battery life. It is solid though, like seriously, it's 10 days and on the 11th day, it dipped to about 4% and I decided to charge it and it charged up in less than an hour. I was like, okay, nice. I'm, I, I I like this. I, I like what they're doing. Uh, and I went swimming with it too, which is also very nice. So it's definitely, you know. Well, I just it's just a shame, TK, because I feel like your barometer is way off here because uh, everyone said it was terrible and it, yeah, no exactly. one should ever buy it. And OnePlus fails again. Just, I mean... It's it's shocking because this is a company that I, that that certainly just doesn't sell any product because nothing they make is ever worth its or good enough's or comparative or maybe next maybe next year for one point. Yeah, you know, like wait maybe wait for Gen three or Gen four. Uh, they, a- Adam they in the chat is throwing in that like yeah yeah he, maybe on the OnePlus Watch S. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean the 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 precious part of this commentary is. I, I I don't know who this person is. I don't know who this person is who needs to buy a fitness tracker tomorrow. And they were only seriously considering a, a handful of circular watch face players at 150 bucks. And it's like we're trying to make a OnePlus watch review with that kind of urgency. And yeah, and no. I'm not sure in in especially in my circles of family and friends. I'm not sure who that person is who can't wait a, a a week or two to see if the software update does bring what OnePlus is, is claiming that they're gonna they're gonna bring to this, and then also is is only tied up in well if I can't get this OnePlus watch, I guess I'll have to get an Apple watch, or or I guess I can only get a Galaxy watch. Because, I don't know who who that is because if we're really comparative shopping on other fitness trackers, and again, like we've been having these positive experiences on Amazfit, you know, mm-hmm. like that if that's a part of your decision making process, and you haven't already just jumped on a Fitbit because it's higher profile and more popular, I, I I don't I don't understand. I understand some criticism, and I understand saying if you're buying today there are probably more polished ways to spend around $200 mm-hmm. and, and get like all this stuff that you want in this moment right now. I'm looking at an Amazfit. My wife is wearing an Amazfit. I get that. But I don't understand a, a tech review process that completely ignores the months after a product yeah. launches. And, and Where- that is increasingly... Uh, vanishing from our from our sort of techie conversation. Absolutely, and and I think that's that one of the reasons why, like I said, I, I I felt like I needed to 
give that perspective because I felt like nobody else is going to come back at it, uh, you know, in two, three weeks when the update has been pushed and everybody's going to, they're, they're going to probably move on. And I felt that's one of the reasons why I, I felt like it was a good conversation there. Um, but I did also wanted to kind of a little, give a little bit of love to TCL before I, I know before we go to, yeah, we, 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 we've got, we were kind of, kind of closing it out here. I, I, I meant to front load that more with Sony, um, but yeah, uh, showing off the TCL 20 pro 20, the 20 S? L? S there's an L well, no, an there's an L and S and then, uh, and, and then there's the fold and roll, uh, well, the fold and roll is, is just it's, it's a concept. crazy concept. No, no, no. Really I know. Bad. I know. But I, the, I loved how, the, how many disclaimers they had, like, <laughs> this is not the foldable we're coming out with this year. <laughs> This is just a concept. This this isn't the most well, the, the, amazing but, song in the world. This is I, only a tribute. Just to bring it back to to Fisher's uh, Michael Fisher's comment also on Twitter, he's like, "I love TCL's announcements. I, I don't like their <laughs> their endless teases of uh, you know of devices that we never." No, I do. I feel like again for forever you might feel about Michael well, Fisher's commentary there. He's wrong. No, it no, has no. been the most fun spectator sport to see the ridiculous over the top like concept car showcases they they, they seriously that like PCL is doing they, they the fold and roll you're is, hilarious it's it's the mishmash of different world like take this okay so miss we, we, me uh, with z folding if you're gonna give me a longer foldable that is fold- technically three panel no, no 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 don't make it triple thick they did that That's last year. Wrong. That was, yeah, that was last year. They showed year. up that. <laughs> that was last well, and Fisher, and the reason why Fisher said that is because he had a hand, he, he he got a chance to, touch, I don't know if he touched yeah. with, with a frame of it last year. But seriously, though, a, a phone that not only folds, but it extends, like turning into a, a fold, like the concept alone is 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 mind-boggling i don't know how, how it's, it's hilarious yeah. I, I, yeah. but i i wanted the scroll i i don't want fold roll i want scroll my friend i want you to open up and start reading you know manuscripts to See, me I, but but i totally get it because you can only go so far with either solution with folding and with scrolling, and scrolling. so <laughs> poor why not Porque no los dos, you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's I hilarious uh, um I, so so that 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 was the audacious one um how are you feeling about uh the 20 pro because i'm I'm really anxious if they can follow up the 10 pro was the 10 pro surprisingly was surprising. nice definitely uh, 4g phone and i'm kind of i'm hoping that the 20 pro feels as nice as it, the it, it looks super promising let's just say this much from the design and this, this obviously the spec list but the overall approach if if they're just focusing on improving what they gave us with the 10 pro there's just always more things to love with uh with tls tcl because uh, it literally should be tlc tender love and care because they duly do that in there right? oh, if you ever want geez, <laughs> in waterfalls anyways uh tlc will be soon soon anyways and that's why we're not monetized uh I, I'm very much excited to see what they're where where the, the you know the 20 pro is going to be coming out um and uh, the there was actually a tweet that they put out a little bit uh that I don't know why it was removed at some point but it looks like we're going to be getting it sometime in June uh, at least as far as the the re- the, the release uh, but it also looked like we were the, uh, one of the last markets to get it so mm-hmm. I was like dude anytime oh, United June, States June is not high on anyone's list right now if you're an all brand and you're looking at Samsung and Apple eating up so much of the market, no one is looking at the USA. And I, it, like, yeah, I'm going to break that market. 
That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get in there and also fight with all the carriers and then have to spend way more money more on money on it. No, no, but the TCL's only way doing... people will take us seriously is if we undercut pricing. But it, TCL doesn't have to. Does TCL can seriously leverage a lot of their uh, their display technology, their their tech and their cameras. And so my, my thing at the end of the day is uh, their, their only thing they need to do is seriously is continue the, the path that they started with last year and mm-hmm. move forward in the uh, and provide us those uh, normal gradual, not gradual, but essentially the incremental updates that we anticipate. Yeah, just but the, the overall, yeah, no, no, exactly. And better low light uh, photography as they're promising us. I'm definitely looking forward to checking that out. Uh, the uh, fold and roll was really more fun like, to watch, if anything. Oh, the fold and roll was hilarious. Again, I just they, did, like, they brought the inception view, though. That's the thing. The video started with the whole world kind of you know coming up. <laughs> so, um, no, I mean, like I, I Michael Bay music right now. Sorry, for, from because we we had some really candid conversations with some TCL folks after the launch of the 10 Pro and mm-hmm. uh, the 10L was out. I, I yeah. hadn't gotten to play with one at the time. Um, it, to me, it's it, it's kind of funny. Like I kind of feel the 10 Pro was very heavily criticized for a couple of camera drawbacks, and then they we didn't really give TCL a fair shot on some of the things that it was doing really well. Mm-hmm. I'm becoming a bigger fan of these little two megapixel monochrome sensors. Okay. And I think TCL deserves some credit for having done it first. This is an extremely cost-effective way to significantly bump low-light video. Um, and, it, and it can also be used, for, I mean, OnePlus also uses it for some fun filters, especially the black and white filter on the OnePlus 9s. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you do low-light video, you are painting in a ton of extra light information in ways that a single sensor doesn't do as well Mm -hmm. um and and again i like tcl did it first on like a 400 hundred dollar phone and and so when you see things like that and you see it's still got a headphone jack it's made out of premium materials it's made out of glass it's not plastic if it's Mm -hmm. if it's got an ir blaster because tcl is a a tv TV manufacturer and you can make this part of an av setup and your phone is going to be your universal remote now that logitech is killing the harmony brand that was um, such a sad this oh my god so so i mean again someone wrote this whole thing about like monopolies and you're like kind of yeah it sucks when one company has way too much visibility and power over an accessory like a remote but anyway um you know it, it, it was really encouraging to see a gen 2 Uh, TCL is taking this seriously. They've got a little bit more control over their own destiny. This isn't licensing the Alcatel name. It's not Mm -hmm. licensing the BlackBerry name. I'm digging Um, it. Yeah, I'm 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 liking this trend. And and if they can break a few more, uh, if we can see a few more of these show up in like MVNOs, I'm I'm really positive on this like two to four hundred dollar space. It's it's so much more competitive. The bang for buck is huge. Uh, you do have to likely compromise on maybe the longevity of your far you know, far term software support, uh, yeah. but you you walk out the door with a phone you own at a very reasonable price with a ton of bells and whistles, and it doesn't feel like a compromised experience. I, I, I feel TCL is has nailed um, their starter market. 
Maybe they can swing a little more upscale. Maybe they can keep up with the L series and delivering, you know, some some like really budget or disposable phones. Maybe they bring back some Kai OS like they did with the Alcatel oh, with flip, the Alcatel, Alcatel stuff like yeah. that. But but I think, you know, in that it, again, it's in that two to four hundred dollar range where uh, uh, through a carrier, you'll spend less than the MSRP on those phones to walk out the door with something that is that that is a genuine joy to use as a daily driver handset. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that, that's why I was excited uh, to see them. I mean, we, some of the things that they mentioned, obviously, we had an early sneak peek at CES there. You know, that, that's why I was asking for the scroll, not, not the fold and roll. That was a nice little surprise there. Um, sure. I think, like I said, it's it's their it's their year, I, and I said this back, and I, you know, I think I, I put tweeted it. It's their year to be taken. Basically, they're they're there to perform and do, like I said, continue the work that they're doing. And I, people will love their will will love the devices when you when you notice, as you said, you walk out with something that you own that works well and it looks great. Like the Ten Pro, honestly, did not even remotely look like a four hundred and fifty dollar phone. It like really you. Didn't. You see that the gradients color there. You got the camera set up in the back, the display tech, all of the stuff there. Flush camera really- strip is like one of the only phones for that. I mean, the, was- the the one phone that I kind of felt was like you could definitely see some of the compromises at play was uh, the TCL 10 5G UW. Yeah. So the yeah. Verizon flavor felt cheaper, like a 10L in that chunkier plastic body. But the internals were still decently powerful. The cameras yeah, the weren't. Seven sixty five was very. Yeah. As, but but again, it was so funny because like, you know, we were just coming off of what was the uh, the ten Pro was a six seventy. I, I want to say yeah, it wasn't. I want to say it was six seventy. It was a six seventy. Anyway, it wasn't. 70, it was yeah. a six hundred series, regardless. And um, you know that you know the ten Pro wasn't as powerful as the ten five G, but the ten five G. Doesn't feel as nice. Just as the ten pro. <laughs> the ten pro. So I'm hoping that this is the year that they can kind of keep their their product lines and divisions just a little bit more consistent. The pro should be the best phone they offer. And it's tough when you've got differences with chipset and build material kind of impacting which phone is the better solution. Well, we'll we'll have to see because they're also in the same game where they're coming out later this summer, so you know June, July. So, uh, it, I can't be- I can't believe we're already mid-April, man. We're April fifteenth today, like seriously. Um, but you know, so the good thing is more things to come, m- much better things, and and uh, I I think you know we'll up. we'll have to see what OnePlus does with their devices. We'll also have to see what Sony has to offer as far as their their you know their bundlinger, you know, with the Xperia five and one and ten. Uh, Mach threes and um, oh, and uh, I also got a chance. I'm playing with one of these guys. I don't know if you guys have seen them. The Razer. Oh yeah, Andrew. that's cool. Yeah, uh, they make me look very. It just it changes. The, it messes with the brand. I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, like if I put them on, you're like, what channel am I watching? Uh, I'm gonna confuse a whole bunch of people. Uh, no, but I mean, like for first, I um, for me, I'm I'm still on the lookout for smart tech. Uh, you know, smartwatches are one part of the conversation. Smart wearable when it comes to glasses, because I wear glasses all the time. These this is part of like I would love to have this part of my my experience in the world. It, you know, a la you know Google Glass or you know what we had last year before the 
for Google that, bottom up. That was the one thing missing from the TCL announcement is I want more info or, on the on the on city. the glass. Yeah, because it's supposed to come out because that that was where part of the again. And they're saying that they can drive it from their phones. So that means we could be looking at like an, a four hundred dollar option that would give us some of the capabilities of like the velvet. It's got some kind of data or video output. Yeah. Oh, at, I so, so I, I got a chance to play with their demo unit last year mm-hmm. at the at CES. Mm-hmm. And that was so, it was so easy, so simple to use. And it just looked. And, really and if nice. they're saying that they can drive that from sort of their a current phone. lineup of phones, I, it's so cool. And I want that so bad. <laughs> like I said, TCL is TCL. It, it basically, this is theirs for the taking if they just focus on it. And I think they're doing it. Uh, but I, we, that was the missing part of this. I, we wanted to hear more about the smart classes because we had a conversation. You and I had a conversation about the you know, the out uh, post CES smart class, smartware, and I'm still waiting to see when those things are going to start to drop because um, I am so like seriously sign me up now before I even see anything. So I, I want to see the new tech, and these these do a decent job. Uh, they're they're obviously not no AR, but very much a gamer focused, um, mm-hmm. you know, direct sound shooting straight into your ear, access to the assistant stuff, just typical things. So we'll have to see how it goes. Uh, yeah, uh, but with that being said, I do want to say. I guess thank you for everybody. Thank you uh, for hanging out with us, uh, kicking it with us a little bit early this year, this year, this week. Uh, it, sorry, mine goes cuckoo loco loco. Hey uh, man, you know, like you, you, you carried the show last week when Juan was extra crispy. So you, you, you were on point this week. You know, I was. Uh, you were saying, "Oh, I'm so foggy," and "Oh no, I can't." And you're like, "No, you're you." You handled yourself very well. The today. first few days. The first few days are. are or the adjustment period, let's just say that much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I want to say thanks again for everybody for hanging out with us. All that tech, of course, was with us the whole time. Michael Pepper Tech, uh, some guy, Juan Bagnell is in the chat. I don't know. Thank you, Juan, for being with us. Uh, Aditya, Gary, the fireman. Um, everybody else as well. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, of course, Rinesh. Um, JGJ, Techno, uh, Tech Odyssey. Oh, Michael Corrin. Uh, uh, sorry, Co- Michael Cochran. Sorry. I, I know you say those. You, you've always said, it. and then of course uh, Adam uh, from Tech Odyssey as well. Um, <laughs> take care, take care, everybody. Uh, be safe, stay safe, um, and we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the best of our week uh, with these two faces on the show. <laughs> Good times. Take care, all. We'll catch take you care, back. Everybody.